Welcome to the Plan Simple Podcast. I am your host, Mia Moran. Moms have the power to change the future, but not if we're stressed out and exhausted. Looking at food, lifestyle, spirituality, and work, the Plan Simple Podcast is for busy moms who want to create a healthier and happier future. Listen in for inspirational conversations and valuable strategies to plan for your best life. Hey y'all, welcome to this episode of the Plan Simple Podcast. I am so excited for you to meet my friend, Mary Claire. I think I met Mary Claire maybe just shy of five years ago. Maybe it was more like four years ago. And we shared actually a business coach in common. And I met her at one of the first live events that we went to with this coach And one of the reasons that I met her is because as we went into this, you know, big ballroom at eight o'clock in the morning, many people were running for their coffee. Some people already had their Starbucks. And I noticed that Mary Claire and I both had our green smoothies in our bottles. And so I had to go meet her. So she is amazing. And I'm going to let her tell her story because it's fascinating and she tells it much better than I would, and I don't need, you don't need to hear it twice. So I'm going to let her tell you her story, which is just inspiring. And I hope that you notice that she just has so much energy and so much light. And I want you to hear when she started all this. She was 50, and now she's 61. I want you to go look at the picture in the show notes so you can see how her diet choice has really affected her age because she does not look her age and it's fascinating to me that that is the truth and I just I'm so excited for you guys to hear this so I do talk about it a little on the episode but if you are new to my world you or if you've been around a while I don't talk about this part so much anymore but I did start off my journey of getting healthy um, on doing raw food. Um, I just jumped into it for a couple months and it is what really kick-started my weight loss journey and my health journey and my journey into wanting to learn as much as I could about food. So I love this topic. I love telling people about this topic and I love now that Mary Claire can tell you guys even more than I ever could. So I'm going to get her on the episode so she can tell you guys everything you need to know about a plant-based raw diet. And if you are at all scared at this concept, please pay attention to this whole episode. Just listen to her story. Nobody has to go all raw vegan if they don't want to, but it's a really great tool. And one of the reasons I'm putting this podcast live right now is because it's a really great tool to play with as we head into the summer. And I'm going to be talking in upcoming episodes about the summer and how we can really plan our summer in a meaningful way. And part of what we plan is how we're going to eat. So hopefully this episode will be inspiring um, in that area. So with no further ado, let's get Mary Claire on the show. Hi, Mary Claire. I'm so excited to have you on the podcast Yes, me too. It's been such a long time since we spoke. So I know. Well, and I, for some reason, I thought you'd been on before. So I went like looking, 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 and I was like, how has she not been here before? 
Um, (laughs) (laughs) So tell everybody a little bit about your story and how you got into food. Well, um, when, um, when I was 47, I crashed and burned. Um, I've been on the deathbed for five years. So I was dying slowly. I've been paralyzed. I had no energy whatsoever uh, because I was dying slowly from a cocktail of six diseases. And so it took me years to find out what was really going on. And after uh, even a few more years of healing slowly from four of the six diseases, I was still stuck in chronic fatigue syndrome and fibromyalgia. And all doctors uh, diagnosed me and they sent me home. They said, it's all between your ears. Just look a little bit around on the internet and uh, take an antidepressant and that's it. That's all we can do for you. Oh my gosh. Except that this will be your life. So I'm a rebel at heart, so I'm not that great at accepting these kind of situations. And I'm an eternal student, so I was always looking for a solution because I know uh, every problem holds a solution. So um, one day, uh, five years later, I heard the term raw food. And I thought, what is that? So I Googled it. And this whole new world opened up for me. And I could feel like in every cell of my body, this is it. This is what I'm going to do. I give myself three months time and then this BS has to be over. So next day, I was 100% raw, as they call it. Uh, I had no idea what I was doing, but I thought, okay, I'm just going to stop cooking my food. I didn't have energy anyway to put a lot of time or energy into it. And so I just started eating everything raw and it's nothing as easy as that. You know, you take a carrot, you eat a carrot, take an apple, eat a carrot, apple. That's how I started. And then I started making smoothies. And then I discovered that um, I could not eat the recipes that I was seeing around on the internet. And I thought, let me make this beautiful because I love beauty and I love putting beauty on my plate as well. So I started working on that and my dishes were so delicious and all that but 10 days later I kid you not I was walking down the street very calmly because I didn't have that much energy yet and all of a sudden I stood still and I thought something's off there is something really weird going on and then I realized with a shock I don't have pain like I had been in such uh, almost unbearable pain for all these years and all of a sudden I had not the experience of feeling pain and that was mind-blowing it was very very strange and then three months later those doctors who had diagnosed me time after time they said well you don't have fibromyalgia you don't have chronic fatigue syndrome um so it must have been something else and I was like yeah, yeah. I knew what I knew, and I knew that I had cracked the code of fatigue, and I had lost my job and friends. You know, you become very, very isolated and alone. I had no future, no perspective on living a life anymore. And I thought, you know, this is a second chance in life. Let me do something really nice with that. And I started studying again and became a certified raw food coach, and I started my business. Back then, it was 
ravishing raw because that's how I felt ravishing. <laughs> I and love that. Now, uh, because I attracted all these um, successful entrepreneurs, high performers, I rebranded it uh, several years ago into energy for excellence because that's what I bring to the table is that high quality energy. I love that. So, so you were 47 when this all started? Yes. That's unbelievable. Tell us, tell me how old you are. No one can see you, but you're going to show They're going to see a picture because they're going to go to the show notes. How old are you today? (laughs) I'm now 60. That's Uh, you guys. Next month, month I'll be 61. And you know what the the beauty is? Um, I always keep telling everything starts with energy. Um, your business starts with having energy, the, the levels of your success depend on your energy levels, uh, if you can serve your clients well or not, depends on your levels of energy, your relationships, uh, if you can play in the evening with your children or help them with their homework, your life depends on your energy and it starts all there because I had none anymore, I was at the bottom of my reserve. And your life is lost. There's nothing anymore. You lose everything that is dear to you. So, and now I really want to add this new story to the old one. Is six months ago I um, moved from Belgium to New York with two suitcases. I sold everything. I gave everything <laughs> away. Threw everything away. I came here with two suitcases to marry the love of my life. And so now I'm building, rebuilding this business here in New York. How cool is that? At <laughs> It's so cool. And you guys, if, first of all, you have so much energy. And second of all, if everyone could see your face, which they can't because this is a podcast and they're listening. But I mean, literally, it's like anti-aging, whatever you did, because you definitely do not look like you're about to be 61. But anyway. <laughs> so so let's dive a little bit actually into energy and and why eat so and for everyone listening because I don't know that I share like I don't know how often I share this part of my story anymore but I definitely started my journey as well which was more of a weight loss journey um going raw vegan and overnight as well I heard it it was totally drawn to it um I wish that I knew to just eat an apple and a and a pepper, but instead I, I just got this one menu and I ate the same thing every day for six months because I had no idea how to cook. And so I just like literally had the same juice every morning, the same nori and veggie wrap every day for lunch. Like I literally just repeated the same thing every day because it's what I had to do. Um, but And I did it to lose the weight and I tell people that the weight melted off. And I think it's because my energy changed so quickly that the weight didn't matter anymore. So it very, like it did melt off very quickly, but I don't even know how long it took. I lost 85 pounds. And, um, but the amazing thing was all these health things changed. So I had all these health problems that I didn't even know I had. Like I didn't know it wasn't normal to take allergy medicine every day. I didn't know that like I wasn't supposed to be on antibiotics and all of that changed. And I took hormone medicine for my period. I don't take anything anymore. And it all changed literally in a week. Um, by changing my food. So why is that? I feel like you've done a lot of research. Tell us why this works. Oh, yeah. Um, well, the thing that I discovered is there are actually, there are like so many diseases, but you can really narrow it down to like two 
three main causes. The first one is toxicity. Yeah. Uh, second one is undernourishment through overeating. Yeah. And the third one, I would add trauma because it does affect the body when uh, a trauma hits um, yourself, literally, right? Yeah. This is structure of the cells, and so you can become sick with emotional and mental trauma. So these are actually the three main causes because it, when when you look at every disease, that's what you can narrow it down to. Um, and so the the problem will always holds the solution. That is such an important principle for you to understand. And when you understand that, you can heal about anything i'll i'll be careful with my words uh but when you know that you're toxic you know that you have to detoxify yeah when you know that you're dehydrated you know that you have to hydrate when you know that you are undernourished you have to nourish yourself when you know you're traumatized you have to process your emotional trauma and that is the simple answer to that, now, is it easy? No. If it were easy, we would all be, we would all be healthy and thriving, right? But um, when you realize that the, the problem holds a solution, let's bring that back to your question to why is that? You, when you start eating plant-based, you are, and specifically um, raw, like a living plant-based diet, you stop um, infusing yourself with toxins, with heavy metals, with all the chemicals that in, are in your food, uh, in the industry, the food that the industry is preparing for you and preparing uh, with um, triggers that make you a junkie of their food because that will be your addiction. So you take that all out. So you're infusing your body with intact vitamins with all the intact minerals with all the intact enzymes and that's why this lifestyle is so so effective in a very short time i know that when clients start working with me and in the beginning they're always resistant you know they're always skeptical uh they will say hey that is just not possible it's not possible to eat healthy every day and i'll say well you committed to the same thing and they're like oh yeah yeah, you're committed to eating unhealthy every day. I mean, that's a commitment, right? Right. And you don't even get the rewards of that. So um, my clients start eating plant-based, and all of a sudden they feel so good. Like that happens in the first week. It starts like from day three to four. But by the end of the week or the next week, they are so motivated that they leave out all the junk and all the processed foods and all the, the food groups that are weighing them down literally and that makes them so fatigued. So uh, you're actually leaving out what burdens your body and you replace it what, with what cleans out your body automatically and what nourishes your body, refuels it. I love that. Okay. And have you noticed having moved here from Europe, does it feel different, our produce from your produce? I mean, I kind of know the answer to that, but is that, is that affecting you in any way now being in New York? Oh, yes. Yeah. I okay. have a little story about that. So six months I moved to New York and um, I was always 
preparing my own food at, uh, in Belgium. So I knew what I was putting into my body. And you don't have that many plant-based uh, vegan restaurants over there. So I hardly ever go out to eat. Yeah. So um, now coming to New York and we got married and we were honeymooning. And my husband said, well, you know, just take it easy. I, I, you had so much stress doing this international move and uh, the visa, all the applications. Let's take it easy and enjoy our life. So that's what we did. And we went out to plant-based restaurants and we uh, grabbed lunch at Dig In or Sweet Greens. And we yeah. said, okay, it's all plant-based, so I'll be good. And I chose, chose um, the, the raw options. I got to Whole Foods, made my salad there, you know, on the go. But what was happening is I was adding on weight. And first I thought, well, that's normal. You know, I calm down. I come from a lot of stress. I'm calming down, enjoying life. Um, but it, it kept adding up. And I thought, like, after some, uh, like four months or so, I had added seven or eight pounds. And I thought, you know what? I can't do that anymore. I mean, I can't keep adding that weight. And I was at the low end of my BMI. You know, I'm always a lightweight. So I have the margin. But yep. it was the principle of what's going on. So I went on a quest again. And I started reading the labels again, as I usually do. And uh, I went actually to Whole Foods. I made pictures of all the salads that I was cooking up in my box. And they all had hidden ingredients that I had that I normally would not get in Europe because they're banned over there. Mm. And but they were in the healthy foods, in the healthy salads. And I was like, that's interesting, right? And yeah. they are big weight gainers, like immediately. So I did a juice fast of 14 days, uh, the eight pounds came off. I did a liver flush and I felt so, so great again. And I'm back to my normal weight. And now I'm making my own food again. <laughs> so that's important to know. There are so many hidden ingredients here that are banned in Europe that are adding weight very, very rapidly. Interesting. And what are some yeah. examples of that? Uh, well, for instance, uh, one ingredient that was there in every healthy salad and healthy food Canola oil. Right. We don't have For the that. dressing. Yeah. It's in everything. And sometimes it's in, uh, in one salad I saw it mentioned two and three times because they add, indeed, the dressing with canola oil. They put in canola oil while they're baking the salad. So it was, um, that was pretty intense. And then carrageenan was the other yep. ingredient. So, and, uh, well, I feel like that's getting more and more banned. Like that doesn't exist anymore in nut milks. I don't know if there's something that they've replaced it with, but, but there's still a lot of sugar involved. Yes. Yeah. It's healthy, but you will always find some kind of a sugar in there or, uh, um, something to replace the sugar. Okay. So a question that I get a lot, um, is, I, I know I feel good because, you know, uh, most people can succeed at, at any change for a week. So they experience that they feel good. And then we get in a situation where we're with friends or family or something and we're, we feel bad for whatever reason that we want to eat our food. So what is your advice for those situations where we're, we, we don't want to like live in a cave in our home 
um, but we want to succeed at this lifestyle? Well, it's, uh, it's an answer that most people don't want to hear, and it's your mindset. Mm. <laughs> and I know that is uh, some kind of a hard thing, you know, Mindset is so hard to grasp uh, the concept of it, and it, it sounds heavy. But your mindset is—it's um, just make up your mind up front, you know, before you go to family or friends and have dinner with them. Um, and we all know that food is a language, right? It's a non-verbal language. And when we're sitting around the table, we're all eating the same food, we're cool. Everyone understands everyone. But as soon as one person starts eating healthy, the other people will feel threatened and it's like, wow, she thinks she's better than us or I'm not good enough, you know? Somehow there, there is a threat and a, uh, like a disconnect in the relationship. Uh, so how can you repair that? And the way I use it, I make uh, what well, we all know that people love sweet stuff, chocolate, pies. So I will always make uh, a healthy pie, you know, a lovely nut cheesecake, uh, bring that or a cinnamon roll um, or chocolate. You know, I always have raw chocolate somewhere and I bring them, you know, I, I give them those little gifts. The other thing I do is um, I bring my own stuff, but I make more and we can mingle it in and what's on the table already. So I don't feel like a freak and my um, companions at the table, they feel as if they have something extra on the table that they can take uh, a taste from and it really works. Well, that that's what I do. I love that strategy. That's definitely my strategy too. I feel like if I always have like one veggie dish and a dessert, I feel like I'm like with the rest <laughs> of the people, even if it's all that I eat. And how about travel? How about, I mean, I know that you travel quite a bit. So how about when you're traveling and there's like, I feel like for two days, you can sort of put some extra things in your bag, but what happens when it's longer? So I, happened just to return from a five-day uh, seminar a business seminar and i you know the seminars they they start at 7 30 and they end at uh, two at night right yes so those are long intense days with hardly any breaks and when there's a break it's very short so i will always always prepare for that now the first thing to understand for people who travel a lot um is that traveling starts before you take off yes so you want to prepare first of all and especially when you're flying a lot on your travel so when you have to fly abroad to get on stage that's when you need most of your energy but most people are already losing it on a jet lag or traveling and eating all the crap on the on the airplane yep they can't digest so um, first thing I will always do when I go on a longer business trip uh, where a, um, a flight is involved is make sure that my immune system is on top of its game because while traveling, your immune system goes down. There's no yep. way around. So you really want to boost that uh, immune system. How do you do that? Well, you eat healthy, uh, leave out the processed food, uh, eat more 
mushrooms, you know, they are known to boost your immune system. Uh, leave out all inflammatory foods such as, such as the nightshade foods, and that will really level you up. You can do a juice fast, as I did, 14 days, um, and it made me feel really on top of my game by the time I left, actually. Uh, the second thing is you need to optimize your digestive system because your energy uh, stays or falls with your digestive system. It's all about that. How you can digest your food will, um, if, if you have to bring down all your energy to your digestive system to break down your food, you will lose all that energy. So eat light um uh, do juice fast and when you're um at your destination buy as many juices as you can get to like replenish um and keep that immune system going so uh, it, the other thing i do is i always take my digestive enzymes with me because when you're in a different country or continent there are different foods your body are not is not used to that kind of food what is your digestive enzyme what is my digestive enzyme? Yeah, what is? What do you mean? What do you mean by well, that? Uh, enzymes that, uh, like, you can buy them in in the pill form or in a powder form. So I will okay. always use them. I usually have a powder that I can sprinkle on top of my salads, and that's how I uh, keep the digestive system really optimal and Got it. my energy high. Um, so um, what else? Yeah, and then the mindset that's a biggie before you leave you have to make up your mind what is your intention what do you need during your travel it's high energy you need to make sure that you stay healthy because those planes are full of germs <laughs> you want to arrive and not get sick um, so um, you have to be able to say no to what will tempt you to change your diet so that is a big one. And when you make up your mind before you leave, it's so much easier to say no and to choose, like to choose to eat healthy. That's the right word. So uh, it's not about um, like feeling as if you're not allowed to eat anything. Well, you can do that, but choose to eat mainly healthy so that um, everything stays optimized. And the other thing is, Keep doing what you do at home. You know, when we travel, we stop doing the good things. We stop exercising. We stop um, walking, make, taking our walk. You getting know? water. Water is sometimes hard to yeah. get when you're in a travel situation. Yeah, it's hard to get your hands to water, all that. So make it a, uh, a plan to keep doing what you're doing really well at home. So in the morning, get up half an hour earlier and take that beach walk or go, go around the block, right? And go to a park um, or take the, the stairs instead of your, um, what is elevator. that? The elevator. Elevator. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, those are little things that are very doable or take a rope and jump in your rope if you have a rebounder at home, you know? It's simple, or just jump up and down, do some jumping jacks, but keep moving because it will replenish you with oxygen that you need. And do you always find a grocery store, or do you find you can yeah. eat? Yeah, okay. Always. Um, 
do your research before you leave, you know, what are, what is there in the area? What restaurants can I go to? So you don't have to make that decision when you're there, because then you will tend to make a decision that is not supportive of your intention. Um, and that's how it works really well. Where is a, a good health store in the area? And the first thing that I do is I go to that health food store. I purchase like a few avocados, bananas. I have my personal blender with me. I can uh, make my smoothie in the morning as I always do. So I will do everything to keep doing what I'm used to do. What, what is your favorite travel blender? What is your favorite travel blender? Uh, I haven't tried this. It's a personal small blender and it, it fits into a corner of the suitcase. It's a lightweight, so it works really yeah. well. We're about to go on a trip as I'm recording this. I think it'll go live a little bit after I get back, but I was threatening to bring the Vitamix in the suitcase, so this time I actually might. <laughs> wow, no, no, no. That's, that's, it can even crush ice, so you're good. Now, there's one more thing. I also make the food that I think that I may crave at the destination. For instance, when I was going to Italy, I know I'm a big pasta and bread fan and like, oh my God, that's going to be challenging because I don't eat that anymore. So um, what do I do? Uh, for instance, those cookies, those Italian cookies, uh, the biscotti. So I make everything in a raw version and I take that in my toothpaste. I put that in vacuum uh, sealed bags and it, it hardly takes any space in the suitcase and uh, that's how I do it. I make raw bagels, I'll steal them and take them or um, I mean, I, well, the audience can't see it, but I make these like oh, yum. pizzas that uh, are dry, but I can easily like put them in a purse or whatever. And then when I order a salad at the destination, I have something extra to add to it. And everyone will always say, oh, what is that? Can I have a taste? So always make more. <laughs> yeah, I do something very, I, do, I definitely do very. So anyone who's like, oh my gosh, well, she's just going out of her way to do that. Uh, you know, with three kids until I do the exact same thing. So uh, one of the things I found is that that, that idea that your, your intuition knows exactly what you, your body wants, right? Like that's what drew us both to, having raw food at that, you know, at one point. And um, I don't 100% eat raw anymore, but I still eat plant-based. And um, so our, you know, our, we're, we were drawn to that and then you have to like figure out how to do it. So I find that like before I travel, it's like really clear to me how I want to feel, just how you said. And then it's like, okay, so I just have to find the grocery store that sells the juice and the bananas and the avocados. And then in this case, my brother's getting married and I have a daughter who can't eat anything either. So then I looked up um, bakeries that are vegan and gluten-free and I figured out how to get something because it's all about just managing expectations. And it is hard when wedding cake comes out and you can't have it, but there's always an alternative. And it's usually much easier than we think it is. It is. And uh, it's really making the choice, uh, choosing not to do something bad for yourself and yep. choose the alternative and you know it's a habit right yep. it, it can be a little bit rough in the beginning but you get used to everything even to junk food so yep. it can be 
hard to get used to healthy food. Yep. And what I did when I, when, when, as we were planning this trip, what I did is I literally just set a timer on my phone for an hour and I like knew where the, I wrote down what the hotel was in the notes. And then I Googled where the grocery store was and I wrote down the address and how far away from the hotel it was. And I did the same for these two restaurants that have treats that my daughter could have. And, uh, you know, and I just did all that. And then you just know, and then I, you know, just, I actually looked at the menu at the hotel (laughs) just to understand. And, you know, there's always a salad that I could have. There's, you know, there's always, and, and with salad, then it's just like you said, then I, in my bag, I pack like the right kind of cracker that I could eat with it or whatever. And I just sort of pick it out of my bag and put it on top and it's totally fine. And then I feel really good, which is how I want to feel on vacation. Yes. And I, I, uh, I always take a purse um, and I call it the magic purse. <laughs> and so it's a story, really, and it's such a great conversation opener, too. When I'm in in companionship uh, with strangers, with strangers, and they're like, uh, I'll pull up my purse and say, "Shall I show you what's in my magic purse?" You know, and I get those cool things out, and they're like, "Wow, wow, wow!" Uh, and so it's it's really exciting, actually. Uh, it's about seducing. It's not about forcing. We can't force anyone to eat healthy. But you can seduce people. And you can, because you are the walking example of what it can do to you. Yeah. Like this event, everyone was like, what? Are you 60? I can't believe that. And that is your example right there. It's like, that's what is interesting to women in, uh, um, specifically, you know, when they see the, yeah, we are all vain, like the vanity is a good part to get healthy as well and look good and feel good. It's an amazing um, journey. It's a yeah. journey. Of course. Yeah, I love and it. And that's why we need a long-term vision because you cannot, create those long-term results with a short vision, you know, and that's why diets don't work. They don't hold a long-term vision, uh, a lifelong vision. And you know, healthy health is a, an experience. You want to feel that every day of your life. So it's uh, like when you want to feel like that every day, you have to do something for that every day. And I always tell my business women because they can relate to business systems. Um, you know, your food is your marketing tool for your health. You know, when you stop marketing today, you won't have clients next month. If you stop eating healthy today, you won't have energy tomorrow. And so when they think of it as a marketing tool for their body, sometimes, somehow it, it takes the box better. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, and I feel like it's, I mean, well, if by mistake... I ever have gluten, which is usually in the form of like if someone puts soy sauce in a dressing or something, you know, that's the only time that I think I've ever gotten it in these nine years. But like I get tired right away. Like I just feel like I'm going to pass out. But even within, you know, how I eat, there's like better versions and not better versions. And you mentioned the cleanse and I find that that practice really is helpful to me. But if even if I go you know, longer than my body wants. Like I can tell, like my body is feeling a little bit different. And so it's, it's so interesting 
just to understand just the power that we have and all these signs that we get on a regular basis um, and that we're always sort of having to tweak, but that we really do have the power to feel good um, because it's not, I don't, I don't know if it was the same in Europe, but here I feel like I really always thought that that's what my doctor was meant for. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> I never trusted my body. I had no idea that she had wisdom of her own. So it's been amazing. And you know, um, your body will stop before your mind does. That is so important to understand because we can, our mind is so, so powerful. Uh, we have to use that in a more optimized way than yes. we are taught to do. Um, and because when, when your body is letting go and starts making different choices than your mind is, and it will always, because your, your body is the, the craver. Uh, it's the physical craver, because you crave what's in your blood. And what you put in there is what you will really desire more of. Um, so, But when you train your mind um, as the muscle that keeps your body going and makes better choices, you are winning. I mean, it, yeah. it becomes so much easier and doable. And we want to make things doable because everyone is busy, right? Yeah. That's my word. I use that at the end of every episode. I share three doable changes from the episode. Oh. So you use my word. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, no, it has to be doable or otherwise, or we at least have to feel like it's doable. Because I think yes. it's great. Yes. Sometimes I feel like when we need them, even though something might seem hard, it actually feels very doable because, you know, in your case of feeling so sick, you would have done anything. To feel good. So what? So what else? Is there any other parting thoughts? Because I don't want to keep you all day. But anything else that you oh, feel I like people need to know? I know we could talk for hours, <laughs> yeah. hours and hours. Yeah. So um, I think the most important uh, thing for people really to understand is that the the problem of their issues, their physical, mental, and emotional issues. Um, offers a solution, uh, but you have to be willing to look at the solution because we're lazy. Mm. We are just lazy. We don't want to do things. We, it, it's so much easier to wallow in misery, to stay where you are, to feel comfortable, you know, but this is about being willing to do the work being willing to be different and being willing to get uncomfortable. And so those are some wise words. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when, when you start eating, uh, when you stop cooking your food and you only eat plants, you're a weirdo. You're a freak. Admit it. But um, that's how the world will perceive you. But then... It's your life. Your life is your show, and no one else has any business with that. Yeah. And that is a, a very important social aspect, actually, is being afraid of how others will see you when you change your food, because uh, food is the biggest connector and uh, social share that we have in life. Everything happens over food. We, 
we start conversations over food, we, we bond over food, we, we make business deals over food, we make love with food. I mean, everything is connected to food. So when someone comes along like me and says, you know what, you've been doing everything wrong your whole life long, that is a big shake. That's an earthquake. Yeah. But when you're willing to make that change, that's another earth earthquake because you will feel ailments will be healed, your pain will heal in only a, a short time, and you will feel so much better on top of your game. Plus, you will lose the weight that has been a burden for so many years, and especially us women in menopause and past menopause, we start putting the, the, the weight on places where we don't want it to be. And so that belly fat, we just don't want that, you know? And, and you can have a quite a normal weight, but still your figure, your shape is changing. It doesn't make you feel good. So all these things are automatically results because of just changing that one thing, stop cooking your food and eat plant-based. It's all about making it uh, doable then, of course, but um, the one thing that really shifted a lot for me, and I'm sure it is for you too, is start with your breakfast. Change your breakfast. Yeah. Like take your first coffee out, that's like, okay, uh, my coffee, don't touch my coffee, <laughs> or I go wild. But when you do it, you have to test it, right? Take seven days, take that first coffee out and replace it by a green smoothie and see what happens. Yeah. By so that's an that easy week, change. Yeah. That's and easy. I, I even went so far as to say, because my thing, my excuse at the beginning was I didn't want to make five dinners, right? And my kids at the time were very little. And I had this whole idea of what they should eat as a little, you know, which was also made up in my head. But anyway, that's a whole other, a whole other story. But what I started off with was like, I can take total control of my food through lunch, you know, so I can do breakfast and lunch and it can be a hundred percent mine. And if dinner's a hundred percent, not a hundred percent mine, at least I was good through then. Um, and that got me through a long, a long way. Um, yeah. And was really helpful. Yeah. The other thing is organize yourself better, uh, set up systems yeah. that support your intention, that support your purpose as a businesswoman, uh, that is in alignment with what you want to achieve in your life and how you want to feel like in your whole life long. Uh, and then automate those systems uh, so that you can stay on track. That would be like if you take anything away, first of all, shift to plan based food uh, diet lifestyle it's not a diet um and stop cooking as much food as you can uh set up systems and automate the systems you know and that's so like make food on sunday you can really yeah on a sunday i take a block of time one hour two hours um and i'll prepare like the salad for four days in the week uh, because that's how long they stay well all you have to do is open your fridge and say, okay, what will I eat now? And you have lunch in one minute. Yeah. And a lot of the raw treats, a lot of the raw treats I find are stay longer. They actually stay very long um, if they're stored correctly. And definitely it's better. You want to make them 
all in it together. You want to fill a dehydrator or whatever with all the things. So then, then you have, you know, crackers for a month or, you know, truffles for a month. Mm -hmm. It's so it's, it's just, it's faster to batch that way. That raw food is a, is a new fast food. And uh, that makes it so interesting for people who don't have time to, to yes. cook. Yes. Yeah, smoothies. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Smoothies are so, like, I just, people always say, you always have a smoothie in your hand. And it's like, well, it's a really full week. <laughs> so I always know that if I'm hungry, it's super easy to throw everything in a blender because it takes 30 seconds. It's so much easier than cooking. And I'm getting so much more nutrients. Yeah. So, and the other thing about the smoothies is they they cut out all the cravings. Like in yeah. one week, you can be past all these sweet cravings, yeah. whatever the cravings are, the carb cravings. They are amazing. Yeah, they that are- really, that really, truly, it's hard to explain to somebody, but yes. I feel like bread and dairy cravings because they 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 really do go away. Like. That it's not like people are always like, how do you go to a party? And sometimes the navigating and explaining to people is hard, but the not wanting the thing is like, that's not hard at all at this point, just because it's just, you know what, your body just stops wanting it. Yeah. And how do you go to a party? Just make your own stuff, make some nice snacks, take enough of it, share it with everyone else. And I assure you they will end up eating all your snacks and the others are staying. <laughs> I, well, I, I make this, I make this, this beet dip. It's like my famous beet dip, which is beets oh, yeah. and cashew and lemon and garlic. And it's, so it's like fuchsia. It's so, it's like the most beautiful color that doesn't even look real. And I always bring it with cucumbers and um, it just always gets comments. It's always like, what is this? How could this possibly, cause it's so creamy because of the cashews. And, um, it's so interesting cause it just, it's like, everyone's always like, will you bring the beet dip? Will you bring the beet dip? So I always bring the beet dip and then I always know I can eat uh, and it's great. Um, yeah. And same with alcohol, right? I yeah. make uh, a I bring that. It's my, my version of my bubble. I call yep. it raw pain. Yeah. And <laughs> so then that's the, o- yeah, the other thing that I just wanted to point out that you said was just that desire to feel good because I don't think everybody knows. And and I know this because it wasn't even what motivated me. I don't think everybody knows that they can feel good because so many of us have felt so bad our whole lives. So I feel like if anyone takes anything from this, even if raw vegan doesn't feel like your solution, like we all can feel really good like that is within all of our power there's some way that we can all have energy and not have stomach aches we're not supposed to have stomach aches we're not supposed to have cramps we're not supposed to have sore throats every week we're not supposed to like lose our hair like there's so many things that i think we just think are part of life and are so preventable they are and they are pushed upon us by the doctors and by the believe that that is life and you start aging from the moment you're 40 that is total bs yeah and uh but you have to take your own responsibility i could only change my life and get healthy when i make the decision and it starts with the decision or else you will always be trying things 
Yeah. Stop crying. Make a decision. I'm going to do this. Yeah. <laughs> and that will work. So, um, but when I made the decision to, to make that change, and now I don't remember where I was going. Um, yeah, I totally lost it with That's making okay. But anyway, <laughs> uh, it's an awesome lifestyle. And if you can only experience the feeling by Trying. taking your responsibility and um, like test it only yep. a week. It only takes seven days. Yep. I love it. And the, the feeling will uh, give you the experience of, ah, oh, this is how it's feel. Ah, oh, that, that's where I was going. Uh, we are forced this feeling and that belief system that we start aging um, at 40 um, because we are not taking our own responsibility. Your health is your responsibility. It's yeah. your business. Um, no one else can do it for you. And you have to stop putting that responsibility in the hands of the doctor, in the hands of the therapist. Or because the pharmaceutical companies. Yeah, that's, that's so big. I was taking more than like 42 supplements and pills when I was sick. Wow. I threw them all out in two weeks. Yep. Because I replaced them with the right food. Yeah, that's amazing. So Mary yeah. Claire, tell everybody how we can find you. Well, you can find me and contact me via my website, energyforexperts.com. You can uh, schedule a free session with me there. So we can see what's on your mind, what's uh, happening in your body. And I can get you started with the first step. Um, and you can pick up my free gift. I have three easy, quick lunches uh, for women who don't have the time to cook and who hate cooking. <laughs> oh my gosh, I bet that they're amazing. So we should all go get those. I'm going to go get those. <laughs> Even though I like cooking. Yeah, and I will send you then a, a mini e-course like every day. I'll like really explain you why you are feeling heavy, why you're feeling uh, bad and uh, why it's all within your reach to change that in a very short amount of time. I love it. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for being here. I'm so happy we have you in the U.S. It's exciting. I get to see you soon. You, I, knew, I knew Mary Claire from a business coaching program we were both in maybe maybe three years ago, right? Yeah, four years ago. Yeah, four yeah. years ago. And so yeah. I haven't seen her in a very long time. And I just love, sometimes I hate Facebook and sometimes I love it when it shows me that somebody's right here in my neighborhood. Right. <laughs> we yesterday and today we're on a call here. Yes, right? yes. So it so starts with a decision to do something. <laughs> yes, totally. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. At the end of every episode, we always share three doable changes so you can take what you've heard and put it into action. And I always dish out three just so that you can find the one that you're going to go with for this week. Because really, we don't need to overwhelm ourselves with too many changes, but we do need to move in that forward direction of just upgrading our lives. And so just pick one thing, one doable change, and really commit to it. Plan for it. Put things in your calendar that help you do it. Experiment with different times of the day, different ingredients if it's a cooking one, and really make it your own. 
and that is how it will become your habit. Okay, here are the three doable changes that I loved from this episode. Number one, start the day with a green smoothie. You guys have heard me say this before. Green smoothies rock, and they really were actually the catalyst of my health transformation. So I love when my guests share this tip. So maybe just for seven days, that's what Mary Claire says it takes, seven days, just commit to it. Commit to replacing your morning coffee with a green smoothie. If you must, maybe you can have the coffee a little later in the morning, but just start with that green smoothie. And there may come a time within even the first seven days that you become resistant, and then your job is to just keep going so that at the end of seven days, you can really assess how this green smoothie affected your days. And I really haven't met a person yet who did not try green smoothies and feel really good. Okay, that's doable change number one. Doable change number two is to set up systems. So your system could be to make a batch of green smoothies for the week, or it could be to set up four days worth of salad on Sunday so that every day at lunch you have salad. I love salad in a jar. This idea of creating a system, it saves you time. It's quicker to batch prep than to prep each day. And so it literally takes away the excuse of, I don't have enough time, which is pretty much the excuse most of us come up with when we can't eat the thing that we think we want to eat. So just think about this in advance and batch what you can for the week, for breakfast, for lunch, and even for dinner. It means also that you don't have to decide every time you eat what your healthy choice is going to be because not only have you written down and chosen, you've made the food. So it gives you less excuse for that part of your brain that doesn't want to follow through to not follow through. So you're setting yourself up for success. So set up systems is doable change number two. Doable change number three is bring a healthy treat. This is also one of my favorite strategies. Mary Claire, just, I love her because she's a smart woman, wise woman. So if you're going to a party, to a dinner at this time of year, I feel like it's a picnic or a school potluck, bring something that you know you can eat and enjoy within what you're eating right now. So if you're worried that there's going to be tons of desserts and you're going to be tempted, then bring a dessert that you love. I love, 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 love raw cheesecake. Have you guys heard me talk about raw cheesecake yet? That's just one of many crowd-pleasing desserts. I think we have a recipe on the Plant Simple Meals website, so go check that out. Um, maybe I'll have fun with some raw recipes this week since Mary Claire's episode has just gone live on Instagram. So go check out Instagram to see some of my favorite recipes. Um, and of course you can, Mary Claire shared her website. So you can go to her website and she is an amazing cook. So definitely check out her recipes. But the idea is, is that you go to a gathering with food in hand to share. So whether that's a sweet treat or a dip or a really yummy salad, and you it's not like you're hiding food in your bag for yourself. You're bringing food to share with everyone. And what I find is that my healthy food is always the crowd pleaser. And I'm always pleasantly surprised at this. 
Um, and it just takes the edge off of me feeling like I'm being rude or I'm not eating what people are serving me because here I've contributed to the party. So bringing enough food can help us get over that mindset of you're different um, by eating the way that you want to eat to feel fabulous, which is what we want to do because we want to feel fabulous and it's hard when feeling different is what pulls us out of that. Okay, so our three doable changes, start the day with a green smoothie, set up systems, or bring a healthy treat. So start by playing with one of those things. You have time so you can add in the others. Don't worry, you can do all of these, but just try to do one at a time. And I will see you on the next episode of the Plan Simple Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Plan Simple Podcast. If you loved what you heard, the biggest compliment you can give is to share the podcast with a friend. And if you really loved what you heard, if you want to go onto iTunes and subscribe, rate, and review, that really helps us get the best guests we can and improve the podcast so that we're serving up exactly what you want to hear. I will see you on the next episode of the Plan Simple Podcast. Bye for now.